Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. Remember how I talked about line three and line five and how protesters and potentially Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan could have potentially killed line five and caused the potential death of the oil and gas sector in Canada? And then that story disappeared for a while, but that's not an accident because the fight for line three continues, but we aren't hearing about it. And so that's what I want to talk about today. The situation is so intense that indigenous land defenders and water defenders, by protesting the uh, construction and causing a halt to the construction of Line 3 in Minnesota, it prompted the presence of a police helicopter which used its rotor wash to try and disperse protesters. Hundreds of protesters chanting Stop Line 3 and Water is Life gathered at the headwaters of the Mississippi River in northern Minnesota on Monday to resist a Calgary-based company's plan to replace an aging pipeline that carries crude oil from Alberta to Wisconsin. Environmental and tribal groups say Enbridge Energy's plan to rebuild Line 3, which would carry Canadian oil sands and regular crude, would worsen climate change and risk spills in sensitive areas where Native Americans harvest wild rice, hunt, fish, gather medicinal plants, and claim treaty rights. What is interesting to note about this is while this has gone on for a while, Biden has interestingly taken no position. He said nothing solidly one way or the other about line three. Some are pressuring Biden to, you know, send in the Army Corps of Engineers and put a stop to this. Others are saying, no, come on, it's about jobs and the economy and, you know, energy self-sufficiency, like, come on. And, you know, with Canada, so oh, it's about being neighborly. So there's two sides to this. But the main reason why they are not taking a stand either way is because they are waiting for a crucial court ruling. Both sides are awaiting a ruling from the Minnesota Court of Appeals in June on a legal challenge by environmental and tribal groups who want to overturn state regulators' approval of the project. So the state is trying to decide whether or not this project is needed because of its long-term viability, which under the current scope of, you know, whether you want to call it climate change concern, uh, people wanting a Green New Deal, or just realizing that tar sands are really the most costly and terrible to try and refine, so better do something else instead. Whatever the reason or myriad of reasons may be, the viability of this pipeline is coming into direct question in the courts, which is why it'll be interesting to see where this plays out on June 21st when the court is supposed to release its verdict. So between this and the Line 5 debacle in Michigan and... Uh, the Dakota Access Pipeline, remember Standing Rock? All of these fights are playing out and showing that people are beginning to question the need for these more and more to the point that it's become a court question. This court may decide if this project is viable or if it's not viable, which would send massive shockwaves and repercussions throughout North America. It would be acutely felt here in Canada because Alberta would throw a tantrum and Canada would have a headache in general because, oh geez, now Alberta's throwing a tantrum again. And it really shows how because our economies are so intertwined, what one of us does affects the other, often without us even realizing it or hearing about it. Because none of us really heard about this until today. I didn't find out about this until today. And that's what's bothering me today.